twitch.tv slash guy. And if anybody listening on Archive, you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, ringscoops.com is the website. It's the blog. It's the bee's knees, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. How do you guys like my new pair of shades? Those that are watching right here on Twitch live on the air. Ooh, look at that. World Wrestling Radio Live. You like that? You like that little touch? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Soon, we'll be able to put your name across these glasses. Details at a later date. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Halloween. This is October 31st, 2019. We've got the DA in the chat. Woo! Yeah. All right. So, this is going to be an interesting World Wrestling Radio. I have not prepped for this thing. DA, I fixed your command, by the way. Yes, there you go. DA is Batman. Uh, this is going to be an interesting, unorthodox World Wrestling Radio. I have not prepped. I have not prepped for this podcast. For Should I even should I even call it a podcast? I mean, we're live now. It's World Wrestling Radio Live like it used to be, right, back in the day. I have not prepped for this thing, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for that. Uh, I was in Las Vegas from Sunday to about, oh, I don't know, eight hours ago. And I took a very lengthy nap when I got home because I was tired. Took the bus, took the mega bus out there to Las Vegas. Um, Monday night, we streamed for a few hours going up and down the Las Vegas Strip. And when I say we, I mean myself and my buddy Blade. You remember Blade, right? The old co-host uh, about 15 years ago here on World Wrestling Radio. And um, uh, we also had Cat with us, who was a, uh, a co-host of the Top Draw a few years back. So three of us were going up and down the Las Vegas Strip. It was, it was cool, man. We got to see all kinds of really cool things going on in Las Vegas, the city that never sleeps. Um, what happens in Vegas was streamed live on Twitch. Didn't stay in Vegas. So there you go. But, uh, yeah, I, I've been keeping up a little bit with some of the wrestling news this week, but I have not watched any of the shows. I have not watched Raw. I have not watched NXT. I have not watched AEW. I have not watched... Crown Jewel. Although I did get a little spoiled by uh, one of the matches from a screenshot. And it wasn't even a normal screenshot. I saw it because the WWE decided they wanted to make it their little Twitter banner. So I know what happened with the fiend Bray Wyatt at Crown Jewel. That's not to say that I'm not going to watch the show now. Because I, I like wrestling. I, I just like I like to watch no matter what. We're going to take your guys' calls on uh, Discord tonight, throughout the night. If anybody has uh, anything they would like to to say um, about anything that's going on here in the world of professional wrestling. And uh, the DA has put the information in the chat. Thank you so much, DA. Um if you want to call into World Wrestling Radio Live, all you have to do is join our Discord, go into the caller waiting room, and be patient. Your call will be answered soon. I will drag your username into the World Wrestling Radio Live chat, and we will have a nice little chat. And that's how it works. A uh, cool thing about Discord is that you don't even need to have an account, really. You could probably just go in without an account. I don't. I forgot what the settings are, but I think by default, you don't even have to be registered to it. You could do it through your PC. 
You could do it through um, Mac, of course. Uh, you could do it web browser. Uh, you could do it through uh, your, your phone app uh, or tablet or whatever your device is. Discord's a very versatile program. It's like a it's a hybrid of like Skype and uh, like a message board and, and like an IRC chat in a way. It's like a like a big hybrid of them all. That's what I like about Discord. It's very versatile. And it seems to be one of the most popular communication choices amongst the Twitch community. So there you go. Discord's great, man. I like it. I've had a Discord server for a couple of years now. Um, I'd like to thank everybody that has joined Discord over the uh, past few years. Much appreciated. Um, the Discord link is in the chat. Um, if you're coming into the show and you need the link, uh, just type in the command, either call or Discord. That link will come up. So, one thing I want to do, too, before I jump into some of the wrestling discussion is uh, I want to catch up a little bit on some of the follows the past week that have not made it on the stream or uh, happened while I was actually streaming live on the on the Las Vegas Strip on Monday night. Uh, six days ago, John Bach 1 followed. So, John Bach 1, thank you so much. Uh, we also have... Let me see here. Let me try to... The way that Streamlabs OBS is... is it's crazy. It's, it made every, a lot of the important little windows too small. Uh, three days ago, Misfortune followed. Uh, three days ago, Monday night, uh, Dzor D, D, my buddy D, yeah, D uh, rated the stream with forty-two people, and with the forty-two people, D brought with him some new members of the roster. Uh, Tweety joined the roster. Ronnie B joined the roster. And Crits for Days joined the roster. So much appreciation to the new members of the Ring Scoops roster. We'll give a little shout-out to that. Uh, shout-out again to D for the raid on Monday night. It's funny. I was uh, on the Las Vegas Strip. I was talking to one of the vendors that had these, uh, like, the, like the rave masks. They had hats, uh, T-shirt attachments, and all that stuff. Then they also had these kind of glasses. I didn't get these glasses at that one. They won eighty bucks for these at that place. I got them for almost almost half that price um, at another vendor location in Vegas. I, I kind of talked the guy down a little bit. I uh, got to a comfortable price. I told him, "Give me a couple hours." I went over to Caveman Kino. I turned thirteen dollars into fifty dollars, and I definitely was able to afford these glasses and and be a little comfortable. So that was kind of cool too. So really didn't have to pay for these glasses. They were pretty much free because I won the money off of Caveman Kino. Anyway, the name of the show is World Wrestling Radio. So what do you say we talk a little bit about, I don't know, uh, wrestling, right? Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I said we talk about wrestling. I don't want. I don't want to read that news article first because uh, I might get blasted for that. Choosing that. All right, let's talk about this here. Uh, this headline says Kazarian injury update on PWInsider.com. Uh, for those asking how AEW Tag Team Champion Frankie Kazarian is after smacking his head on the apron during a Hurricane Rana off the top rope to the floor, we're told that while he got banged up, he is okay and isn't expected to miss any action. He did not suffer a concussion. Kazarian and Scorpio Sky became the first ever AEW Tag Team Champions last night on Dynamite. Okay, so 
That's another spoiler for me. But you know what? I'm. It's all good, man. Um, I'm gonna watch the shows anyway. Uh, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch the shows for the results. I watch the shows for the wrestling. So spoilers really don't kind of, they don't really bug me unless it's like something really major. Like, I don't know, like Christian cage returning to ECW in 2009. Uh, a little shout out to Mac of all there on that one. Still getting them back for that. Okay. Uh, Joey Mercury is gone from ring of honor. Yeah. Joey Mercury's run with ring of honor ended this week. PWinsider.com has confirmed uh, Mercury has been overseeing the company's training dojo and was working on the creative team as well as a producer behind the scenes. We're told that Mercury was removed due from his position this week. We're told that it was a mutually agreed upon decision following this past weekend's uh, events in the UK. Mercury is technically still with the company until the end of a non-compete period. Mercury joined Ring of Honor in May of 2018. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, Joey Mercury gone from from Ring of Honor. Um, that dude is is one of those kind of guys that kind of like bounced around a lot from like all kinds of different little promotions. Um, do you think? Here's a, here's a good question here. Do you think Joey Mercury should go in the Hall of Fame one day? I mean, think about every single role he has had, not just in the WWE. But think about a lot of the things that he's done in the business in general. I mean, we could start with the WWE, right? Um, part of the uh, the tag team Eminem, you know, um, Morrison, Molina, and Mercury. Um, oops, what did the N stand for? I forgot. Because you have Morrison, Molina, and Mercury. That's three M's. But there was MNM. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nitro. Yeah. Th- thanks so much, DA. I was, I'm spazzing out over here. Like That's right. It wasn't Morrison then. It was it was Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Yep. You're right. The DA coming in with a clutch right there. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Mercury, Nitro, Molina. Uh, it was a great tag team. It was a great act. It really was. Um, they came in and they did stuff for the tag team division that people that size or, or even with that kind of gimmick normally wouldn't have been given an opportunity. And they made the best of it. Um, it was a great act. It was over with the crowd. They were great heels. Uh, Mercury lost half of his face in that ladder match with the Hardys. Um, there might have been other teams in that, wasn't it? Or or was it just Eminem versus the Hardys? I can't remember. I just remember it was, uh, I want to say it was the December 2006 pay-per-view. And they did that spot where um, Matt Hardy came off the top rope with the leg drop onto the ladder. And the ladder did like a, it was like a, like a, um, oh God, like a teeter-totter, right? And like the, the, the end of the ladder went up and like oh, ripped his face off, man. It was crazy. It was it was nuts. Uh, blood everywhere. Yeah, Armageddon, DA Armageddon. Uh, that yeah that that seems about right. That would be December at the at that time. The December pay per views were were called Armageddon. Um. So you know he had that run. Uh, he was also part of the uh, what was it J and M security. Uh, Jamie Noble and uh, and Joey Mercury. They were they, they were security with uh, corporate Kane. Um. 
And then, of course, you know, Joey Mercury's work in and out with Ring of Honor and, and Impact and, and all that stuff. I, I think I think from a standpoint of contributions overall to the professional wrestling industry. Yeah, you're right. DA uh, in the chat says that uh, Mercury helped Rollins get over the heel with the J&M security thing. I think overall with the contributions that a guy like Joey Mercury has been able to to give to the industry, to those that he has worked with, uh, people that he has helped put over, I think that he should, down the road, get a spot in the Hall of Fame. Um, I know there's probably going to be, and there, there could be very, very strong arguments against that. Um, but, you know, I, I really do think that Joey Mercury has, has, has had a hell of a career. You know, it's not always about titles. It's not always about um, how much merchandise you sold or tickets you moved or anything like that when it comes to the Hall of Fame, at least in my opinion. Part of, part of my criteria for the Hall of Fame, um, if we were even to talk about if the Hall of Fame was legit or not, uh, just for, you know, humor me on this one, the Hall of Fame is legit. Um, yeah, DA says he might not get an induction, but he may be in. Yeah, he might be like one of those legacy ones, right? Um, but yeah, you know, um, you th- think about th- Think about that. All three members of Eminem. We just broke down a lot of the stuff that Mercury did, right? Melina, would would she have a Hall of Fame career? Was she a trailblazer? Going back to what I was talking about with my criteria, my personal criteria about Hall of Fame. It's more than more than just the stuff on the surface. It's stuff behind the scenes. Your contributions to the wrestling business. You're like a guy like Jesse Hernandez should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, a guy like Bill Anderson should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Joey Chaos should be, you know, in the Hall of Fame. Look, look at all the talent that have come out of the wrestling schools from Jesse, Bill, and and Chaos, and 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 all of them, you know. Um, and uh, what was his name? Um, I feel like an asshole for not remembering his name uh, from APW. Roland Alexander. Roland Alexander should definitely have a spot somewhere in in the hall of fame because uh, think about the track record of these guys people they have trained that have gone on to make it into uh the wrestling business as, as huge names like frankie gazarian you know um and christopher daniels and and all the molina uh rico constantino uh brian kendrick you know a lot of these guys um, so I think I think it should go beyond the surface stuff, titles and merch and all that. Just my opinion. Anyway, we kind of kind of ran with that one with the whole Mercury thing, right? Huh. Uh, let's see, what do we got here? I, I want to save that news story there for 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 last of the news stories. Um, okay, so let's see, Survivor Series. WWE Survivor Series next month will be built around the idea that Raw, SmackDown, and NXT will be competing for the first time against each other. The pay-per-view will be tri-branded with the tagline, Who Owns the Night? There's also some rumblings of a War Games match for the pay-per-view, but we haven't confirmed that is the actual case. This is from PWInsider.com, by the way. Um, We keep here and talk about it, however. 
NXT's holding a takeover the night before Survivor Series in Chicago. And yesterday announced for the first ever women's war games match. So there'll be two war games matches in, uh, at takeover, one for the men and one for the women. It could also, uh, it could always be possible that one of those will land on Survivor Series, but then again, it's not confirmed. I think that would be great. Um, I, you know, back in 2002 when they debuted the Elimination Chamber at Survivor Series, that was such a great concept because, one, it was a new match. Second, it was built around the whole idea of survival, so it fit Survivor Series. Um, same with back in 98 when they did the Daily Game Tournament. Who's going to survive the tournament? So Survivor Series, sure, at its core was based around the whole, you know, five versus five or four versus four or any of those kind of single elimination multi-person tag team matches. And I'm a big fan of those. But Survivor Series also is built around just the name Survivor Series as well. It's a series of survival events. So you have a tournament or you have an elimination chamber match. So if you throw war games in there, I think that fits the mold for what Survivor Series would be about. So there you go. Uh, another headline here, and ironically, kind of, kind of did a little back and forth uh, just right before the show went on the air tonight with the DA on Twitter about this. WWE disclosed in today's 2019 third quarter earnings call that the WWE network subscriber level is at 1.51 million, stating that it was within their expectations for the quarter. This would be a 9% decrease. They also noted they expect the subscriber numbers to drop to 1,430,000 in the next quarter. My curiosity is peaked on this. So, so they're going to expect a drop next quarter. But that report didn't state if they gave a reason why they think it's going to drop or not. I'm very curious about that. Why would you have the expectation that's going to drop? And it's, you know, you're supposed to be very transparent in these kind of calls to a degree, right? So what's going on? Why are they expecting a decrease? I would like to know that. I really would. Going along with the theme of numbers, and this is actually kind of kind of cool because we will be able to segue in just a little bit to the article that I wanted to wait to talk about. Uh, so this one here, the, uh, the 10, 15, October 15th episode of total divas on E garnered 283,000 overnight viewers up from, uh, wait, is that a typo? I think that is a typo. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It should say October 29th episode of total divas garnered 283,000 overnight viewers up from, uh, Last week's uh, 279,000. Um, BW Insider go on, goes on to say that the loss of the Bellas has really hurt the series this season. I guess it's arguable. Um, the average from last season, they did a, a couple of numbers in the 400,000 range, a lot in the uh, the high, you know, 380,000 something. And this season so far, they've been hovering around the, the mid to high 200 thousand numbers so 
Disney Plus. Man, all right, DA, I know you're a Disney fan, but really, you, you think Disney Plus is going to be the only reason why everything in the entire world is going to drop, bro? Like, my my, I'm going to go get blood work done this week. My, I hope my A1C is down. I hope I have a decrease in my A1C because of Disney Plus. It might just be because people are probably just fed up with the product. Um, in the market that they're in, sure, streaming services, yeah. But there may be people that are looking at other things, too. Uh, Impact moving to a new night on a bigger network. Uh, NWA is around. There's a lot of wrestling options out there. People may not feel like they should have to pay $9.99 out there when they can watch a lot of other wrestling for free. That could be a reason. Um It'd be all kinds of different things. And speaking of ratings, the report that I wanted to say for last year, the numbers are in for the fifth night of the Wednesday night wars. AEW has extended their streak to five and O according to PWNsider.com. But that's probably the only good news is both shows. Once again, saw a major slippage in their audience. AEW dynamite on TNT did 759,000 overnight viewers down from the 963,000 that they did last week. They were down 21% from last week and down 46% since week one. DA says that I hit the nail on the head. Tons of free wrestling on TV. I mean, that's probably, it's it's a pie, bro. There's a lot of slices to it. I don't think it's going to be one particular thing. Disney Plus is definitely going to have a, a good size, a good chunk of that pie. Um, alternate uh, Alternative wrestling products is going to have a big chunk of that as well. Going into the holiday season where people are going to want to try to save as much money as they possibly can as well. You know, for uh, big Thanksgiving dinners, save their money for Christmas shopping, uh, some people may go all out for Halloween stuff, uh, saving up for family vacations, all that stuff. So a lot of people probably are going to you know, cut a lot of things. And, you know, 10 bucks a month may not sound like a lot, but if you're shaving, let's say you shave five things and the average price is anywhere between 15 and $20, right? Let's say $20 and you, and you shave five things off a month off of whatever you pay every month. That, that's $100 right there saved. $100 can go a long way on things. There's a lot of different things to it. I don't mean to completely bust your chops about the whole Disney Plus thing. You know, I'm just 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 messing with you, right? Um, NXT on USA was down as well as they dropped to a series low of 580,000 overnight viewers from last week's 698,000 viewers. They were down 17% from last week and down 51% since week one, which was unopposed. I remember last week I got into a lot of discussions, a lot of debates with people over on uh, on Aaron Riff's website in the comments about that. And I did a lot of the percentage and all that kind of stuff, and everybody was just like, well, NXT saw a larger percentage of, of drop. And I don't think the two the first two weeks of NXT should count. Um, they were One, they were unopposed. And second, the first two weeks... Only the first hour of NXT was on USA. The second hour was on the network. Um, you know, so I, those numbers, I, I don't think it's fair to include those. 
unless we know the numbers of how many people watched on the network and then we combined those. And it's only fair to do that because that one night that AEW was on both TNT and True TV, people combined those numbers to give that an overall number that night. So there's a lot of different factors into it. I, I think we should just go from October 2nd forward. Screw those first two weeks. I thought it was stupid of the WWE to, to put the, the show on two weeks before like that. Uh, because one, you only had one hour on USA. And second, you were unopposed. It's not fair. So the, the real Wednesday Night Wars, and that's the thing. People are saying the Wednesday Night Wars, and then they include two weeks that were unopposed. How is that a war? Can you fight something that's not there? If you if you win that night, what did you beat? You didn't beat anything other than like, you know, the other TV shows, but they're not your direct competition in the marketplace. The war is between NXT and AEW as far as professional wrestling live on a Wednesday night. So it's only fair to start counting October 2nd forward. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying that's a fact. I'm just saying that that's my opinion. That's where I would start doing it. And in my language last week, I always refer to everything as last four weeks, whereas this week would be the last five weeks. Uh, continuing on with their report from PW Insider, it said, yes, they went up against Game 7 of the World Series, but still it's concerning. Uh, who wrote this? Dave Shearer. Dave Shearer said last week that we've still not found the bottom yet for the Wednesday night audience. And I like how he noted on here, too, uh, October 9th, AEW did uh, 1,018,000 viewers on TNT and 122,000 on True TV uh, due to being a simulcast because of the MLB playoffs. But it's but it's very interesting that in his note, even though he, he, has, a, he has a graph up here, like a little table, in his note, he also doesn't like, well, wait, hold on. Yeah, he did. He did say it up here, down fifty-one percent since week one, which was unopposed. Week two was unopposed too. Why didn't you include that in there? Da said the World Series had twenty-three million viewers. That's uh, one thing I definitely do not uh, deny. Uh, World Series is big business. It really is. Rating. I mean, I'm not going to be one of those guys that say ratings is not important. They are important especially when it comes to demographics, when you want to put your marketing mix together. But, um, I mean, really, ratings ratings is like just to figure out what your audience is more. Like I said, it's the demographics. Put it together for your marketing mix. Because today everybody watches things differently. Some people download things. Some people watch on DVR. Some watch live. Some watch streams from other countries because in their region they don't get it live on their cable provider. So they watch like a UK stream or something like that. Uh, they do all kinds of different ways of watching. Uh, they watch on the WWE Network. They watch the, the, the VOD, the Video On Demand, or as the cool kids nowadays call it, the VOD. The VOD. Ooh, yeah, the VOD, baby. They watch that on the network. The A says it was the most watched baseball game in over two years, just for context. Very, very good. 
Very, very good, my friend. Very good. Okay, so I... Man, I kind of don't know what to really talk about that much in the next half hour. Uh, let me see. Is there anybody in the waiting room? No one wants to call in yet. Um, again, if you like to call into the show, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is join the Discord, go into the uh, caller waiting room, and I will drag your name into the chat, and we shall talk about professional wrestling. Thank you so much, DA, for typing that in the chat, buddy. So, Crown Jewel. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about, Crown Jewel. Um, I meant to pull up the tweets about this. I wanted to read people's responses, but um, I could just paraphrase a lot of that. So, WWE announced, I think it was yesterday, Wednesday, October 30th, for those that are not you know listening to this live. The WWE announced that for the first time ever, at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, there would be a women's match. And it would be Natalia going up against... I've already forgot her name. And I feel like an asshole about that. Uh, Lacey Evans. Natalia versus Lacey Evans. First ever women's match from the WWE... In the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now, from day one, when uh, when WWE announced this deal with KSA, the number one concern from fans was how dare the WWE and Vince McMahon deal with um, a country that is the way it is, right? With the way that they they deal with things. You know, there's no rights for women. You know, uh, the the controversy last year, the the horrid, horrid situation with the journalist, the blood money, the lies, the deception. People were in outrage. That's probably the number one thing right there. And it's not just with WWE. There's a lot of companies around the world that do business with the government of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and, and those companies get a lot of, a lot of crap from, uh, from consumers about that. And WWE definitely takes a hit when it comes to fans about that. They're very vocal about that. Uh, I would say the number two thing that a lot of wrestling fans complain about with the Saudi Arabia shows are the uh, the lack of women, of course, right? Because women competitors are not allowed to wrestle at these events. And then, of course, everybody was talking about last year the timing of doing Crown Jewel with uh, within the week of Evolution. And then everybody's like, "Well, Evolution is just you know, it's just the, the consolation prize." And it wasn't a consolation prize. You really look at it; everything is built up for that pay per view. It sucks that they didn't do another one this year. Um, I really enjoyed Evolution last year, the all-women's, WWE all-women's pay-per-view. I love the Mae Young Classics. Surprised they haven't done one yet this year, but there were talks about them doing one in November, I believe. So, yeah, now the news comes out. I think this is their fourth one, right? Because they did the, the Greatest Royal Rumble, they did Crown Jewel, Super Showdown, 
and now another crown jewel, right? Four? Am I am I right on that or am I wrong? I, it's four, right? Because we're we're two years in now, and it's twice a year. So two times two, four. I'm not that good in math, but I'm not that dumb in math either, so I kind of get that. Okay. So we're two years into the ten year deal. Two shows a year, ten years, it's twenty shows. The fourth show. Finally announced women's wrestling at Crown Jewel. Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Something that a lot of fans have been wanting to see, right? It was it was such a big deal a few shows back when they announced that Renee Young would be part of the broadcast team. I remember a lot of people were very joyous about that, myself included. It was really cool that they, they got that going. And it's funny because, like, you know, you really think here in, in the States and a lot of other countries, like, that's it's, it's no sweat off our brow to have a woman on commentary, right? But, I mean, you have to think in relation to what that country, the, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, with their society, with their religion, with with their their way of life, that's a huge deal. It really is. Um, so now that we got women's wrestling actually taking place on the card and people tore it up, they said, why is it going to be these two? Why is it going to be Lacey Evans? Why is it going to be Natalia? Oh, this is the wrong match. It should have been this person. It should have been that person. It should have been these people. Dude. I was going to ask a question, but I already know the answer. The question I was going to ask is, uh, are, are you ever happy? And the answer is no. Wrestling fans are never happy. We want women at these crown jewel events. So WWE says, you know what? Okay. Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Eh, that's not the match we want. Oh, all right. Well, how about next time we don't do a match? I think the way the feedback is on that is ridiculous. It's a groundbreaking announcement. It's a groundbreaking match. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't. I have not watched it yet. I saw a little bit of a video on Twitter because on the Twitter app, you know, videos autoplay, and I saw the way that they were dressed um, in the all black with their shirts on. Um, I've got no problem with that, okay? I know there's probably going to be some people that are going to bitch about that too. You know, oh, how dare they cover them up like that? Dude, if you think that way, I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. If you think that way, you're an asshole. You're stupid, okay? You don't just barge into somebody's country and just start calling the shots, man. You know, you respect the society of the country that you are visiting, Oh, and I know, right? How dare an American say that? Oh, my God, right? It's courtesy, okay? I'm not going to go to somebody else's country and just start, you know, calling the shots or doing what I want to do. I'm going to, before I even go to that country, I'm going to learn a little bit about that country. And I don't know if that's just because of the way that I'm built, because of my personality, because of the respect that I have for other people and other cultures. Or maybe it's because of my learnings when I was, you know, studying for my bachelor's in communications and doing intercultural communication, small group communication. Or maybe it's just all intertwined all together. 
that I have courtesy and education and it wraps up into a nice little package. I don't know what it is. But there's a lot of people out there that think, oh, because we're going to be going to Saudi Arabia, WWE is going to be going to Saudi Arabia, that they should be able to do what they want. Oh, fuck the government, fuck the culture, fuck the society, fuck the laws, all that shit, man. It's bullshit. Pardon my language, but it's bullshit. It's the same kind of people that probably complain about immigrants coming into America. Let me rephrase that. People that complain about immigrants coming into the United States of America. And they probably, oh, they got to abide by our rules and all that kind of stuff, right? Or, or the same kind of people that probably get off the phone with tech support and say, God, I wish they get somebody that speaks English. Those same kind of people are probably complaining about stuff going on right now with WWE in Saudi Arabia. It's bullshit. It's hypocrisy, man. You just, you can't do that. That's ethnocentrism. And then a lot of the comments that people make towards those in the culture over there in the Middle East. Edward Syed has uh, a book that he wrote called Orientalism. And I know you're probably thinking, Orientalism, that's, that's, uh, that's Asia. Well, the Middle East is kind of Asian. You think about it. You got Europe, you got the Middle East, you got Asia. It's all together in a way, right? I mean, Russia is Asian technically. But Orientalism, that whole stretch of land and the culture, different types of Orient, okay? Middle East is included in that. Edward Said wrote in Orientalism that the Western cultures, the Western societies, Europe, the New Americas, you know, the New World, all that stuff, we look at cultures from Asia and the Middle East and that we look at them as a barbaric society, that they're uncultured, that they're barbaric, that they, they don't have uh, ethics and all that kind of stuff, that they're stupid and they're just warriors and they're just go around and violent people. That's a theory of Orientalism. And it's wrong. It's a very negative stereotype. It's very wrong. Can't have that kind of mind frame. You know, you, you got you to gotta look at the big picture of things. You got to be very respectful towards other cultures. It's like in the Middle East, if you show the bottom of your foot, it's disrespectful because the bottom of your foot is a very dirty part of your body, especially on the bottom of a shoe. Hence, back in the day, they were slapping, uh, the, the, the citizens were taking their shoes off and slapping the, uh, the, the statue of Saddam Hussein with the bottom of their shoes. Because they were celebrating the fact that the tyrant was taken out and that they didn't have to live under his rule anymore. And so they showed the most disrespect towards uh, Saddam Hussein that way. Uh, there's other cultures. All right. If you, uh, here in the States, you give somebody a thumbs up as an okay, right? In other cultures, that thumbs up is equivalent to here in the States that you giving the middle finger. You know what I mean? There are different things. The peace sign. The peace sign. Here means peace. Means peace or, all right, man, cool. Or, you know, peace, see you later. Other cultures, that can mean something totally different. All I'm asking is for people to kind of take some time out. Look at what the other cultures are. Try to understand it. Not saying that you have to accept it, but try to have an understanding for it. Try to show some empathy. Not sympathy, but show some empathy. 
And in the wide spectrum of things, with what the WWE is doing, people want to call it propaganda and all that stuff. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, it's okay. If it means that in the long run, it's going to be good for everyone. It's the greater good theory. Jeremy Bentham's greater good theory. Okay? You take a small sacrifice to make something better overall for an entire society. Okay? Murder's a wrong thing to do, right? You're not going to go out and just kill somebody. But if you were on an airplane and somebody was trying to get into the cockpit, are you going to let that person get into the cockpit and take down an airplane with 100 people on it? Are you going to allow 100 deaths? Or are you going to say, you know what? I could prevent 100 deaths by having only one death. Or even you wouldn't have to take the guy out like that. You could just attack him, stop him, right? That's what happened on 9-11. That one plane that crashed into the field. Can you imagine if they would have got to their destination, which I think they, they suspected that was going to the White House? Dude, way more casualties if that would have landed on a building. Jeremy Bentham's greater good theory. So by WWE doing what they're doing with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, tie it back into what we were talking about earlier. They have a women's match on there. If it was widely received as something positive, they're going to do it again. It's a groundbreaking situation, a groundbreaking match, announcement, groundbreaking event right there, man. Who cares that, oh, it's WWE that did it, okay? So what? That means that if AEW ever wants to do anything out there or Ring of Honor or Impact or anything like that, the doors are open now. Down the road, when women's wrestling is a common thing in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, I want everybody to think back and say, you know what? This happened because of October 31st, 2019. Because Natalia and Lacey Evans went out there and they put on a wrestling match in front of a live crowd on the WWE Network on the soil of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's my rant on that. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my rant on that. I am not sure if I'm going to be able to go the full hour tonight. We're about 15 minutes away from getting that full hour. Uh, Because I have not watched any of the shows, I have nothing else really to talk about. So I might just wrap it up right now. It's Halloween. My brother is making dinner for everybody here in the family. I think it might be done. So I think it's a perfect time to wrap things up. I'm also a little still tired from the Vegas trip this week, which was phenomenal. If you guys uh, missed out on the stream, the it, it's in the archive. It's The VOD is up. You could check that out. Um, it's a near three-hour stream. We go up and down the strip. We check out some cool shops. We talk to some of the merchants. There was a guy that has a SoundCloud. He produces music. Um, we had him plug his SoundCloud on the stream. Uh, we got an upskirt shot, upskirt booty shot for the DA on the stream because we all know the DA, his two favorite things in the world is upskirts inside boobs. 
Which speaking of speaking of boobs, anybody out there on Twitter, you guys check out uh Sybil Star's costume tonight. Wow. It's amazing. Good stuff, man. Halloween, Halloween. For those who don't know, let me back up a little bit. You can kind of see what I'm wearing. Can't really see it. It's it's my uh is the gown I wore for graduation. Um earlier we passing out candy, so I wore this hat, the gown to get the whole black, and then I wore a clown mask and I was helping pass out candy to the little kids. Oh yeah, the little kids make the world go round. So yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for World Wrestling Radio this week. I want to thank uh DA for joining us here in the chat. Um I want to thank everybody out there that uh, tuned in live here on Twitch. Uh those that are listening to this on the archives, Google Play, um Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Thank you so much for streaming or downloading the show. Really appreciate it. Tell your friends about it, ladies and gentlemen. World Wrestling Radio Live every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here on Twitch. Ringscoops.com and twitch.tv slash ringscoopsguy. Also, prowrestlingtees.com slash ringscoops. Twitter at Ring Scoops, Instagram at Ring Scoops. You yeah, buddy. That reminds me. This week we lost a great comedian and a great actor, John Witherspoon. You may remember him as Pops on the uh, the Wayne's Brothers. Remember him as the as the dad on the Friday movies. A great stand-up comedian. John Witherspoon passed away this week at the age of 77. You know, uh, whenever a celebrity passes away and everybody talks, you know, rest in peace, and they, they share their stories and all that stuff, and I, I've seen a lot of people, they, they try to attack fans of that celebrity, saying, you know, why why are you, why are you doing that? You You never knew the person. Yeah, we may never have known the person on a personal level, but people that are celebrities and they provide certain content and entertainment to everybody, they have a huge impact on our lives. They really do. Like, I'm always going to give back to the world of professional wrestling because growing up I watched so much wrestling as a kid. I have so many memories and moments of when my Uncle George and I would watch professional wrestling. I credit uh, professional wrestling as partially being one of my babysitters growing up. Anytime that I needed to get away from certain things uh, or if I needed my attention caught up on something. Professional wrestling was there to hold me around. It was my babysitter. Movies like Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. They did that for me as well. John Witherspoon, you will be missed, sir. I had an opportunity that I missed, and I really regret it, this past summer of seeing John Witherspoon perform live in Ontario. I should have got tickets. I should have got tickets. So, 
Mr. John Witherspoon, Godspeed, sir. See you down the road. Thank you so much for all of the great entertainment you've provided to masses of people over the last few decades. Thank you so much, sir. And one last time here. Pouring hot sauce on my burrito. Oh, you look so good to me, baby. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it for World Wrestling Radio Live. Right here on Twitch. I do apologize that we are ending about 10 minutes early. Blades Gaming 2000 in the chat now saying, hey, yo, Blades Gaming was on the stream uh, going up and down the Las Vegas Strip this week. Blade, thank you so much, man, for uh, joining me on the stream. And, uh, and Cat as well, Kitty Cat. Uh, we checked out the uh, the Hershey store. We checked out um, a store that had all kinds of really good uh, edibles and all that good stuff too. Um, just all kinds of good stuff, man. It's a very entertaining stream. We got some good stuff on there, so check that out. It's in the video on demand section or, or VODs, VOD, whatever you want to call it, archives. Uh, there's so many different names. You want to binge watch something or you want to do a marathon of a show? Eh, same thing. Why I don't know why I called the dollar a buck either. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for World Wrestling Radio Live every Thursday night, eight PM Pacific, eleven PM Eastern, right here on Twitch.tv slash Ring Scoops Guy. And if you don't want to listen to World Wrestling Radio, then I've got no. I want you. No, never mind. We're not going to do that yet. We got to get a little bit more intimate for that. Oh, I'm blushing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next week, I'm the Webmaster Wade Dean. I'm saying thank you, good night, and be cool.